Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Rockman Power Hour, a podcast where we talk to the most prominent people in pop culture. And this week, we have got a singer from an up-and-coming band called Classless Act. Now, if you've never heard of Classless Act, you will be hearing about them, uh, not only because they're a great band, but they're on tour currently with Motley Crue and Def Leppard all across North America doing stadiums. And we're chatting with Derek Day, lead singer of Classless Act. Uh, this is going to be a real, real treat for all of you rock fans. So strap in. This is going to be a lot of fun. Right out of the gate, we would like to thank our sponsor, Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Check them out. They're a hot sauce company out of Thunder Bay, Ontario. I'm holding up the Blueberry Habanero. It's one of my favorites. And uh, what I love about Heartbeat is you've got the meter on the back that'll tell you exactly how hot the sauce is so if you check here this is a little over a medium so we'll not grill your palate to death when you put it on um, but it will add quite a bit of spice and uh, quite a bit of flavor to anything you're making i love to put this on my eggs on a sandwich anything even blueberry pancakes give it a bit of a kick so check it out heartbeathotsauce.com and if you use my promo code rockman20 right below you'll get 20 percent off your entire order let's bring in our co-host ryan stick now ryan I know that you are a big, big fan of Classless Act. Um, you yeah. checked them out uh, when just before when I said I was going to be doing this, and you were like, oh, let me check this band out. And you've been listening to them for weeks, haven't you not? Oh, absolutely. And uh, I love the fact that they brought back that whole kind of what poison used to do with their music videos they kind of like bleed into each other just a little yeah. bit yeah and this yeah, one yeah. their their music videos have like a a storyline going on and it's um I, I gotta say right out of the gate i see a lot of bands that kind of like try to live in that genre and don't pull it off mm. this this singer in particular he is kind of like the love child of sebastian bach and tommy lee when it comes to so that true. energy yeah. and enthusiasm and even watching him listen to you like seriously everybody watching on youtube just he is interesting even his listening face is interesting <laughs> yeah. i i loved yeah. Yeah. editing this interview he, he, it is so rad the band is rad the guy sings great and yeah. uh that's all i gotta say about that he's a great kid and uh and i think he's what, what comes through is his enthusiasm for what he's doing right now you could tell that he's excited just to be playing music and and to be on tour with you know two of his heroes motley and def leppard and uh he clearly is a fan of both uh, they had vince on a track and we we talk about that uh we talk about their collaboration with uh, the lead singer from the darkness he added a great gu uh, guitar solo to one of their um one of their songs as well so without any further ado let's jump right into this our interview with derek day from classless act why would i mind you're in a hotel room that's where you should be you're on a fucking tour freaking tour my man <laughs> are you so are you are you on the road right now yeah yeah so when do you when's your next date tomorrow so are these guys doing like day on day off kind of thing or do you have a couple of days in between or how does it work sometimes it's a couple of days but it's mostly day on day off you right. know like with most with like day. yeah like most days and, and so you're on the crew the crew def leopard i mean you must be losing your fucking mind yeah yes slowly but surely <laughs> how much fun are you having i mean this is listen I, first off thanks for coming on the show i really appreciate it um i i it's couple kind of like a double-edged sword for me this one because i work i work at a radio station in montreal that's you know started playing um the song then i was offered to chat with you for my podcast which for me i was really really happy about because when i first heard that song i'm like who the fuck is this band because you got to understand, man, real rock and roll bands nowadays, 
there's not many of them out there. Right, right, absolutely. This band formed out of necessity, actually, for each of us. We're like, we got to do it. Well, you know what? Yes, and we and as rock fans, you know, it's always like, I I feel like that that you know like a Simpsons meme where I'm like the angry guy yelling at a cloud, you know, because I, I, I want my rock and roll like it used to be, and it's not that it has to be old; it just has to be done right, and you guys do it right. Oh heck yeah! Thanks, my man. Hell, little boy, try. I don't know. I, I think you you do more than try, and I think you know that. I mean, if you if you look at your uh, if you look at your if the, the, you know just the quotes um, of support in the press kit were mind blowing. I mean, you've got you know you got crew in there, you've got the darkness, of course, you got Justin, you've got Jane's addiction, and then every rock outlet just singing your praises. Does that feel good for you guys? Oh, absolutely. We're just freaking honored. We can't believe we get to like know these people or even like get to meet them at points and work with some of them. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, we're hope, you know, we, we tread a thin line here. We want to make sure we don't mess up and do some weird, you know, like non awesome rock type things. <laughs> well, I think you're um, I mean, when I listen to the record and, and I love, you know, I just love, not only do I love the title of the band, but I love the title of the record. It's just like, it just lays everything out. Like, you know, like this is like, welcome. Like, here we are, you know, it's like, it's an introduction to this band. Um, but what I like is that there's, it's just the energy just comes across and I've, I haven't seen you guys live, but just judging by the videos and judging what I've seen, I mean, there just seems to be this crazy energy. Did you guys kind of know that that was going to happen the minute you got into a room together? Like when you guys first got together and started jamming, was it like, oh shit, we've got something special? Absolutely. When the final, you know, this band has been through a few different members and stuff. Right. And when we finally settled, when we got the fifth person when we got like the actual like boom it was right. like electric we we're just super excited and i could only describe the feeling is you know feeling like you're just four years old again and you're like this is yeah. awesome this is great like super young and so all the energy comes from a lot of youthful you know play when did you figure out that you could sing like you sing because you're i mean you're a phenomenal singer um when did you when did you figure that out like was do you remember the exact time do you was it was it because you know, was there someone that guided you that way? Was there someone that influenced you and maybe like a family member? Like, well, tell me about the journey of you finding your voice. You know, it, uh, it all started, I was a guitar player first. Right. And like, I never, I just wanted to be a guitar player. I was a huge fan of Clapton ever since I was like 10 years old. And like, um, I did this like elementary school, uh, what do you call those? Uh, talent uh, show? Talent, talent show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I won. Well, I was one of five kids that won because it's like, you're all winners, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, was not, it doesn't speak well to my credibility. But during the show, I played like a Jimi Hendrix song and it was instrumental. Um, and like, but there was a mic there for announcing people. And it was it was at that moment where I was like in the middle of a song. I didn't plan it. I was just like, I know the lyrics. I'm just going to start singing. So I brought it and I was playing the chords and I was singing and I realized then like, this is really fun. Like, this is awesome. I'm like interpreting music in two ways. And this feels more like real and more straight to the point and, and from the heart. And uh, I wasn't a good singer, but I was singing high like I do now and yeah. hitting the notes. And that's when I realized also like doing singing and performing in general is involves a lot of spontaneity and a lot of surprises to yourself. And that's why I like music is like the coolest. And um uh, but the, no, I, right after that, I like I realized, OK, I can do this and this at the same time. Why not go to the streets and try to make some money? So I've been performing 
in the streets of LA for like 10 years and just in Santa Monica and on third street, third street promenade. That's right. Yeah. 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 So I've just been doing that and like making money and um, paying bills with it. And ever since I was a kid with my dad and then even past that. And that's how I think I built the strength, you know, the muscle. Cause it was like three days a weekend, six hours a day, maybe even eight hours a day, like two hour sets. And it was like a whole 10 years. Cause well, there you go. And, and that, see that work that you put in now that you're telling me all of that, cause you know, I, I, I'm a vocalist, but I mean, I don't sing as much as I used to, but that is exactly what separates, um, you know, a, a good vocalist from a great vocalist is the work that you put in and the muscle that you're working. And, you know, when you're working in those kind of situations where you're a street musician, um, spontaneity, you know, talk, you're talking about that light that goes off when you grab that microphone during the, the talent show. That's the kind of stuff that if you follow that path and you really put the work in, you get guys like me who are like, well, how are you such a great singer? Well, there's a journey that got you there you know, and, and you can hear it when you, when you sing, because someone can't just, you know, open their mouth and sing like that. You have to have put the work in. No, absolutely. I totally agree. And it was, and it was all fun too. Like it didn't feel like work, but a lot of the time it was, it was, and it was, it was a lot of muscle building and, and also taught me how to like keep people from going to the movies and to the restaurant yeah. they made plans for. So it was like a lot of rolling on the floor and jumping up and get, look at me, look at me. And it was like perfect to like set up you know, how to perform on a stage and give energy. Yeah. Um, you know, rock and roll is very much a, a young man's game. Um, yeah, woman's game too. It's a young person's game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really think that, you know, when you catch young vocalists, when they're starting out, a lot of the time there is that energy that kind of, I don't want to say it goes away, but it will kind of taper off as they've kind of proven themselves. But all the stuff you're saying about like, you know, going that extra mile. Uh, it makes me think, and when I, when I've watched, you know, some, some of you performing in videos, and that's why I can't wait to finally see you live is that it reminds me of Mike Patton when he joined faith no more, you know, when yeah. he was, when he, when he, and it's funny cause I just had Billy Gould on the show and we were talking all about, you know, the beginnings of that and, and how their early shows were very energetic. I mean, it was like, they were like workouts. It seems to me that that would exactly what a classless act show would be. It would be that kind of a thing where it's just a, a you know, full out fucking CrossFit fucking performance. <laughs> is is that what it is for you guys? <laughs> CrossFit. I mean, <laughs> literal kickboxing against yeah. each other. <laughs> so, uh, some Brazilian jiu-jitsu in there. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, no, but absolutely. Like you yeah. have to experience a classless act show because we're just super, we're all having the time of our lives and we're just running around and the more space, the better. And even if it's less space, we just take up whatever real estate we can. And we love jumping and having fun and making sure it makes sense with the music. You're listening to the visual as well. And it's just like, yeah. So we just like having fun and we like communicating with the audience and it's like the most present thing. Everyone in the band like loves to be there. Yeah. How many of the uh, the Motley Def Leppard shows have you done so far? I think it's six or seven. Okay, that that first one, then you that you walked out and you had to do was that like were you freaking the fuck out? A little bit, just a little. <laughs> and so, like all day, I was like, whatever, man. I was like, Mister Cool, like sure. we got in there for loading. Like this ain't a big deal. I think I was trying to calm my nerves subconsciously, maybe. Yeah. But when we go out there, I didn't, I wasn't scared, but I was like super giggly. And right. I was just like, I was laughing while singing. And it was like the weirdest thing. Yeah. Um, 
and I still do it. Like I just did it yesterday. <laughs> I was like laughing lyrics out. And uh, it's just because it's ridiculous. You're looking at this crazy thing and you're like, you're singing to it. And like, yeah. you know, whether it's 2,000, 4,000, 10, 20,000 people, and it's varied to that extent. It's just like, you're just like, you're looking at this grandeur and you're just, it's, you can do nothing but laugh and it's just butterflies and it's crazy. And, and especially that tour that so many people have been waiting for. I mean, this tour was supposed to happen like three years ago, you know, and then of course, in true crew fashion, you know, Tommy fucks up his ribs, but yeah. he still comes out. There has to be some drama, but it's just, I'm, I'm just so really, honestly, man, I'm just so happy for you guys that you're able to experience that and, and, and you're, and appreciate it. Cause you are appreciating it. I can tell, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, but it's deserved, you know, like when I saw the quote from crew saying like, you know, Ozzy brought us out and now we're going to bring these guys out. We're going to freak people the fuck out. I mean, that's, that's a nice stamp of approval from legends. Oh man, I know. I, I, I just agree. I mean, Tommy <laughs> Motley, we owe them our lives because they're just giving us a chance yeah. and everyone backstage, like Brett Michaels from Poison, Joan, and everybody's super nice to us and they're offering us pieces of advice and, you know, it's so cool. It's like awesome. Yeah. Brett's one of the, Brett Michaels, I, I, I know Brett and Brett's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He literally right. is just the sweetest guy. I'll tell you a really quick story. Um, I, I I used to play in a band called Slaves on Dope, and we were living in Los Angeles, and we were we had no money to pay our rent, and we were we were rehearsing in the valley next to Poison, um, and then one day Ricky Rocket knocked on the rehearsal spot and said, "Listen, we need to borrow strings." I can't remember what the fuck it was. We lent to them. We said, "But we're going to lend them to you, one condition: you've got to tell us stories about being on the road." And they said, "Done." Next day, they came back with pizza. We sat down, we chatted. Brett was the best. And then Brett ended up, he knew we needed money because we hadn't, we, we ended up signing after at Ozzy Osbourne's label and we were on Ozzy and Sharon's label. But we ended up hanging out with Brett and he gave us money to record a cover of Look What the Cat Dragged In. It was this really heavy version. But I remember he did it just to help us out because he knew we were kind of like, we didn't have money for rent or anything. And I'll never forget how generous that guy was. So the fact that he's coming to you as a young band and, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gave you advice or he is that kind of guy. Brett Michaels is the fucking real deal. Oh man, that is a great story. And it's just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I can see that happening like right in front of me, as you said it. Cause yeah, Brett is so cool. CC DeVille is so nice. Oh and yeah. Yeah. So and, say and, our names on the stage, you know, <laughs> in the middle of the show, it's like, you don't have to do that, man, but they do. Um, you, you know, Justin also, uh, incredible vocalist has an incredible podcast where he breaks down where vocalists are at. You've seen that, right? Yeah. I love that. Justin Hawkins rides again. Well, I mean, you, you watch that and you're like, okay, not many people would be able to do that podcast and convincingly and be able to, to criticize because he's got the chops to do it. Um, so in a roundabout way, when you got a guy like that, who's able to, I don't want to say pick apart vocalists, but be able to like criticize vocalists from a, yeah. from a very, very respectable point of view, sing on your record. That obviously says that's like a stamp of approval for you guys too. Oh, absolutely. And you know, he actually didn't do vocals on the record. He just played a sick guitar solo. So he just it. did. He, so he didn't sing on it. He just no, did. No. So he was just, like a, he was, great lead guitar solo and we actually had to put a disclaimer like justin does that, not that's what i thought because i'm listening to the i'm listening to it i'm like and all these people are like no he's he's i'm like there's no way that that's one voice mm, no yeah i mean so he on, did so on, was, 
on the single, it's it's him playing, it's him doing a guitar solo. Okay, yeah. so but still, he's not going to be involved with something if you guys suck. There's no way. Absolutely no. We, we reached out to him just to write music, and um, okay. and over time we developed a friendship over WhatsApp, and we we're just kind of buddies. And that's when we we're like, hey, you want to do a solo? And he's like, sure, you know, as, as a friend. And it was really cool. And and it's so cool to write with him because he's super witty, really smart, really funny. Yeah. But like, and like he he he's critical, um, but he's not a jerk. He's not judgmental. He, no, no, no. He he he'll crit like on when you watch that podcast, he'll criticize vocalists, but in a very respectful way. But he just yeah. kind of says it like it is from a point yeah. of view of a singer, which I think is really cool. And absolutely, yeah. also a, a fucking monster guitar player. Oh, he's insane. He knows every technique backwards and forwards. It's crazy. So you're 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 still playing. Do you play live as well with the band? When do you play any guitar with the band at all? Or is it I don't play live with the band. I think okay. we got we just got a great freaking puzzle right here. But you can perfect. but you can rip on a guitar as well. I can shred. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, I like to do I did some on the album and I did right. some, you know, when writing the tunes, I bring in riffs and so forth, but yeah, no, I love to play guitar. It's my first instrument. It's my first, you know, thing. Right. Um, you know, the album opens up with uh, with the song Classless Act. You've got Vince on there. Uh, you know, I love Vince. Um, what I like about Vince is he's unapologetically Vince Neil. He doesn't give a fuck what you think. He's just going to come out and do his thing. Uh, when you, was this last time, like that first show, was that the first time you got to see Crew live or had you seen them live before? I've never seen him live before. Some okay. of our members in the band seen him a few times, but like the first, uh, you know, I, I, I've now seen him about five whole times. Right. And and, so, and how, I mean, how does that wash over you when you're watching Motley Crue for the first time? It's, can I say the F word? You could fucking swear as much as you want. <laughs> it's freaking awesome, man. It's like, <laughs> Vince, like you could see why they can sell out stadiums because yeah. they're just, they got the audience right there. Yeah. And they're just the, first of all, the actual stage plot. And they're like, it's just incredible. What a show. And it, yeah. there's a theme to it. And it, I think it's a post-apocalyptic theme for this one. And it's just like crazy lights and explosions, pyrotechnics and all sorts of things. And it's huge. And they make it a big point. Like we're huge. And like, um, the, of course the songwriting is amazing and everyone's killing it and Vince is killing it. Like, yeah, he really is. He really is. He's really kicking ass way better than he was 10 years ago. He's just yeah. kicking ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he really, really is. And you know, the fact that, um, it's funny cause I'm from Montreal and there's a Montreal or his name's Fred Cajon. He's the guy that did, he designed that entire tour. He designed that stage and he was telling me about, it. he goes, you're going to freak out when you come. So I'm supposed to come to Toronto to see this. And he goes, you're going to freak out when you see this whole thing. I mean, he goes, you don't realize. And he was showing me pictures on his phone. And he was the one that told me like, Tommy, Tommy hurt his ribs. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, man, Tommy hurt his ribs. He fell down. I was like, what? And I knew this a week before it happened. Okay. I knew it a week before. And he's like, I but what are they? He goes, they've got Tommy too. And I was like, Tommy too. And he's like, Tommy Clefetto. So I was like, oh, because I've seen Clefetto's play. And I mean, yeah. he, you know, if you've got to have a backup. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. He plays, he plays he, with he Ozzy. He plays no? with Ozzy, plays with Sabbath. Um, he's, 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 he's the man. So let me ask you something. Um, Derek Falls breaks his ribs. Who's Derek too for you guys? Who would come in? Who would step in? Or would you, would, would you not be able to do? Who would you have step in for you if you had to, if you had to step away for a minute? I would ask Justin Hawkins to do it. I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> because man, like when I first saw the darkness play, I was like, 
hey, kind of remind me of him in a very, oh, in, a very cool. in a very flattering way. So thank um, you. Yeah. Freaking Permission to Land album is like one of my favorite albums ever. So I was yeah, just like, this is, I love that man. Uh, you, you've got an enthusiasm that just like, it just, it bounces through the screen and just kind of grabs me. Um, when are you guys, what are you guys going to be able to play uh, your own shows? And, and is there a solo tour coming up? Is there, are there dates? Are you coming back to Canada? Are you going to, is, is any of this stuff in the works? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. We have, you probably already know, but we have some, headline shows in canada like okay. um this in a couple but it's in toronto i know it's not close to montreal at all yeah, right no well it's about six hours away but i'm telling you when you do when you do play um have you played quebec or montreal yet no not at all oh man never been to the country i've always wanted to it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna fucking freak you out i mean people that come montreal audiences are just nuts but um, but I mean the podcast. This podcast goes everywhere, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, more importantly, your own dates. Like, are is that? Are you excited for that? Where you can have? Because wh- how much time do you guys have now when you play? Like twenty five, thirty, like eighteen minutes. Right, exactly. And if you're late, it it it's down to fourteen. It's down to yeah. Oh, There's no fucking around with that, right? No, not at all. Yeah, you could get booted off the tour if you're you know if you're messing oh, around. Oh yeah, yeah. So when you guys are able to go and play like an hour, an hour and a half are you are you stoked for that yeah absolutely we get to play the whole album and like covers and uh yeah like we have a couple of headline shows during this tour but as soon as we're back home we're gonna sleep for a couple of days and go right out like we're gonna just do our own headlining tour do or we're still figuring out where but it's gonna be in the states a little bit abroad maybe in canada too and we'll try to just hit everywhere we can have you guys hit europe yet no not yet not as classless act no wow you First of all, the UK, you have no idea what's going to wait for you guys in the UK, man, because they're going to grab yeah. you guys. That's it's, I'm excited to be talking to you now because <laughs> in a year I'm going to be talking to you and you're going to look a little bit more ragged and you're going to be a little more like, oh, fuck, because you guys are going to work like crazy. I, I'm telling you, it's, there's going to be a demand for this band. Um, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you got a lot of stuff going on, but tell me a bit about the song Made in Hell. It oh, does, cool. It does stand out a little bit on the album. Cool. Awesome, man. I I like that song. It's a song I brought in and um, uh, I played guitar on that one, lead guitar. There you go. See, I knew there was a reason I had to ask you about that. So tell me a bit about that song. Yeah, it's just a song about a terrible person, you know, the worst person ever I've ever met. Um, (laughs) Not really ever met, but she's pretty mean. And, um, you know, it was written rather quickly and I it was it's a step in a direction where I'd love to see classless kind of rock towards a little bit more, something okay. a little fun, goofier, mm-hmm. yep. laughy, maybe a little, you can move your hips to a little bit more. And um, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's definitely more of my influences stuff from the nineties, maybe a little seventies. And yeah, yeah. I just, it's just a fun little thing. Dude. Thank you for tra- taking the time to chat. Um, I, uh, I, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to, to see this band live. And um, continued success, man. You guys are, you're, you're getting all, I think you're making all the right moves and I think you're getting, um, you know, all the right, all the right pats on the back from the right people. So just keep your head on straight and just keep kicking ass, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see where class is going to go. Thanks so much, Jason, man. I had a blast talking to you. I hope we can chat soon. We will. Um, and yeah, th- thank you for having me. Yo, dude. I mean, honestly, um, the minute that I got the you know the uh the press release from sarah and from looters i was like i need to talk to that band we just started playing their song on the station like this band is rad and i'm usually pretty good at picking what's gonna what's gonna and i was like no man this this is gonna this is gonna fucking hit so 
cool. And, the yeah, and, and I do, and I do like the record a lot. I really, really do. Thank you, man. Solid. This is, you know, you only get one, one debut record, you know? Very true. Very true. Um, keep kicking ass, keep your nose clean. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you, man. See you, Take care. Yeah. Just out of recommendations, I really think the song This Is For You is super good. So good. I, like the, I love the song, Classless Actors. This moment in the music video where he jumps off a table and kind of lunges towards the camera. And I'm just thinking, the, you know, as someone who's produced a lot of stuff, there must have been a little part where the directors and producers must have been shitting their pants a little bit watching him do this stunt. I'm sure that they're not like, okay, and let's take it again. Make sure you jump off the table even more dangerously this time. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was a spontaneous in the moment thing. And uh, yeah. I think he's the kind of kid that's going to be giving it his all um, and throwing it all on stage. And and we, we chat about that, about the how this band is um, one of those live bands that's just going to leave it all on the stage. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them. They, they were actually in Montreal and it was uh, during the weekend of Oceaga when we were working. And I really bummed me out that I couldn't get to see them. But next time they're here, I am there. 110% I'm there. Well, I wasn't disappointed till now when I realized <laughs> yeah, that I missed sorry. them too. Cause I was wor- working Oceaga, but it was mainly editing in a press tent. So they're like, how was the festival? And I'm like, had a great tent and tent then there's was great and there was a limited set there's a limited supply of coke right yeah not that kind there, but coca-cola coca-cola yeah yeah okay dude seriously this is <laughs> this is a true story and i texted melissa my wife this right afterwards um i i i'm like backstage and you know in a press tent and theoretically speaking of course some celebrities will be walking by to be interviewed that's where they go but i messaged my wife <laughs> saying remember that episode of the simpsons Hello, Homa. I'm George Harrison. Oh, my God. Where did you get that brownie? <laughs> oh, there's a whole plate of them over there. That's exactly the way I was when it comes to a bin of free Coca-Cola. Right. Regardless where the hell I am, I was so excited that there was free Cokes all day. I know. Me too. Yeah. We, every time I went to the media tent, I was like, oh, there's a Coke Zero. Let me grab one of those. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> uh, my heart was going to explode by the end of the day, but it didn't matter because they were free. <laughs> But that's that's enough of that. We'll save that for another day. Uh, next <laughs> week on the show, we we have the band Amana Marth. And uh, if you have ever listened to Viking Metal, this is going to knock your socks off. Uh, we're chatting with one of the members from that band who are uh, about to release a brand new album and heading out on a tour. So uh, that will be a lot of fun. So Ryan, uh, strap on, get your axe ready because we're going to go uh, we're going to go Viking hunting after with Amana Marth next week. Uh, thanks again to uh, Studio House Designs. I don't know about you, but I like this shirt so much that I wore it all week. I couldn't get it off, actually. You same, know? same. So uh, thank you to Studio House Designs. <laughs> you can check out their wonderful stuff at uh, studiohousedesigns.com. And of course, thanks to Heartbeat Hot Sauce. Uh, check out their hot sauce at heartbeathotsauce.com. Great small batch fermenters out of Thunder Bay. And if you use our promo code ROCKMAN20 right below there, you will get 20% off your entire order. Uh, our thanks to uh, Julia Kajerski, our producer. Thanks to my co-host, Ryan Stick, who's always there make it everything look sound and, uh, and adding some great color commentary and great conversation. Thank you, my man. And, uh, we'll see you next week on the Rockman power. Hour.